everyone. Welcome back to our day off. We're at season one, episode two, and today we're gonna to be talking about different educational systems across the world. So not necessarily how school differs between countries, but also different educational methods such as private schooling or public schooling or even homeschooling or just rejecting school as a, as a whole. So I'm here with a stranger, a total stranger, who's going to remain anonymous during this whole podcast. <laughs> to, you know, keep your interest spiked. Um, and she's going to just say a couple of words about herself. Uh, your name is? Uh, Alyssa. Hi, I'm Alyssa. Alyssa. Um, let's say my name is Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. Nice to meet you, Lisa. <laughs> nice to meet you. Alyssa. Exactly. A-L-Y-S-S-A. Alyssa. Okay. Um, Let's say my name is Lisa. I come from Israel mm -hmm. and uh, I live now in Montreal. Okay. Uh, my first profession is broadcasting. Interesting. <laughs> TV, radio. And I did some acting of theater. Cool. And cinema and voice acting. And uh, my university degree is music and linguistics. Okay. But out of the university, I studied different uh, methods of alternative health oh, okay. practices. Interesting. Great. Thank you. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about different um, educational systems and methods. So I don't know if you want to share your experience with education as a whole. I know you, you studied in Israel, so maybe it is a little bit different from here probably you don't know how it is here either but i can share my experience and maybe we can try to find some common ground and then we can explore a little bit more about different methods so i, I mean i'm really interested in that because <laughs> i just love it's so interesting to me that people would decide to um, remove their children from school as a whole and you know but you said you had some radical opinions so i would love to hear it <laughs> yes, do you want to start off or I, you can share your experience just with the with the schooling system how you live through it, um, or I can start, it's up to you. Okay, I'll start. So um, I live in Quebec, we both live in Quebec, um, and the system here is a little bit different, I think, than other countries. I don't think I can speak so well for the Quebec system as so much as the French one, because I did my entire schooling from age four to 18 in a French school. French in Montreal? In Montreal. Oh. It's part of the um, AFE. So it's all around the world. There's different French schools from France. So I graduated with a French baccalaureate. That's great. Yeah. So you have more friends from uh, France. Absolutely. Ah, d'accord. Alors, j'adore yeah. ça déjà. C'est bon. <laughs> ah, Excuse-moi. Non, c'est correct. <laughs> Only. Oui, oui. c'est bon. J'entends l'accent. C'est sûr que c'est. Um, but let's continue this in English because not everyone here speaks <laughs> yes, French. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, my my experience with the whole system was. Um, I'd say overall a good one. I feel like um, obviously I learned a lot, but I think what I like a lot about the French system is really how it prepares you for post-primary and even post-secondary education. I think it has really good basis, especially in kindergarten. Um, just their methods of teaching are very effective from what I've seen. I think in secondary school, when I got into secondary school, it, I definitely felt that it was a little bit more difficult, maybe a little bit more challenging than my peers who were in 
um, Quebec public schools. So like I'm saying now, my school was a private French school in Quebec, but if this school had been in France, it would be a public school in France. So in France, there's public schools and private schools. In Quebec, public schools and private schools. But so in France, my school would be considered a, pri a, a public school because it would be funded by the government. But since it's in Quebec, it wasn't funded and therefore is classified as private. So I think compared to public schools here in Quebec that are funded entirely by the government, um, we had a great advantage. I think just learning, especially in terms of history, in terms of arts, maybe not so much math and science, but definitely in history and arts all throughout the world, we had a lot more, um, we were a lot more open to that type of, that type of schooling. So I think for me, it really did help me open my mind, open up my eyes and my mind to um, different cultures, maybe different opinions as well, um, which I think is very valuable. And I don't think it was so much the case in the Quebec schools that were more math and science oriented, very um, analytical um, and not so much abstract like it was for me. I think I did um, end up going into, for my lycée, which is the equivalent of grade 11 and 12 for the States and for Ontario and the equivalent of CGIP in Quebec. Um, I did decide to go into um, a scientific profile. So. All my classes were focused on math, physics, chemistry, and biology and geology. <laughs> so it was a little bit of a torture, honestly. Ouch. Yeah, I, my, parents, my parents told me I, I was debating between going into social uh, economics, like social sciences, and the science program. My parents had told me, you know what, do the science program, that way it opens up more doors for you. So I said I had the grades for it, so I was like, okay, fine, let's do that. So um, I did it and it was, like I said, it was, it was tough. I think the French school, the French system is very rigorous, very tough, very success oriented. Um, and I mentioned this in another episode, um, but it was very, it was a lot. It was a lot for, for me. Um, and it had always been hard, but now it had been, it was really tough, really, really tough, especially that I don't consider myself a particularly scientific girl. I don't think that, even though now I'm still in science and university, but um, it's not, it's maybe not my passion, maybe not my strong point either, but I forced myself and I got through it. What's your passion? Ah, that's, a, that's a question for another time. I don't, my, my dad's always asking me, what are you passionate about? You're not passionate about anything. And I said, I don't know. I just need more time to figure it out. I don't know what I'm passionate about. So I don't know. I really, really don't know. You fell on the right person. No coincidence in life. I'll tell Love you that. after. Perfect. <laughs> um, so what was I saying? I mean, I'm almost done. Always, all I was saying was just that I don't consider myself a particularly science-oriented, gifted, you know, mathematician or scientist. Um, but I mean, I think pushing myself and having that school that is so... Um, strict and very um, what's the word encadrant what's the word in English for that frames you. very yeah a very framing school that doesn't really molding give you, you molding that doesn't give you so much freedom um, to really explore other hobbies and didn't give you either time because I was at school from like eight to five every single day it was just extremely exhausting um, but you know I got through it on the bright side and um, 
I'm grateful that I went through it. It was hard, but I, it really, it. exactly. So that, that was my experience. I can assume it's going to be different for people who live here in Quebec. Mm -hmm. They have a lot more choices in terms of levels of classes that they do. I know in math there's levels as well as just general, there's like the Programme International, the international program, or just the basic standard program. So I feel like in that regard, they do have a lot more options than we do. Um, and I feel like school as a whole, from just people that I've spoken with, not just, you know, I'm not generalizing, but it's, it's just, it seems like it's quite an easy process to get through. It's really not that demanding um, to have that degree at the end of the day. And is it as rewarding as well? I don't know. But, you know, that, that, that was my experience, I think, so far um, with, I mean, elementary, secondary, and a little bit of post-secondary education. University is a different topic, but maybe we can go into that later. But I want to hear from you as well. How did you, how did you live through your schooling, and what kind of? Okay, I uh, first of all, I was in boarding schools. Okay. I didn't like it because I was far away from my mom mm -hmm. and my father and my family. But I could say that in Israel. I uh, uh, it gave me a good a good base for life. It taught me languages. Mm -hmm. It taught me skills that you need to take with you when you grow up. Okay. Um, good manners. <laughs> and when I'm not far away from you because I was also in French school. Okay. Um, because I am from a mix. Uh, uh, Métis, okay. A mixed heritage. Yeah. I have. My father, who is Jewish, Bulgarian, Italian, and my mother is Lebanese, Protestant. So I was studying. My elementary school was uh, French, so I was following the, the French system from France. Okay. And at the same time, the, the Hebrew system that is taught in schools mm -hmm. in Israel. Mm -hmm. So that was tough from 8 to 5 studying. Ugh. It was too much. It's like you were following two systems. Right. Then uh, the high school, I decided, <laughs> I said, Mom, I'm going to travel one day. I want to go to Atlanta. I want to go to English school. Okay. So I went to English school, which is called GCE school. Okay. Oxford, London okay. system. And uh, there was, again, a lot of languages, lots of literature, which I liked. Mm-hmm and translation oh. so it prepared me very well when i came here i already spoke my my french and my english absolutely and i right away went to cf uh, and working okay cfcf uh, CF, uh, cfcf uh, um, i didn't have problems uh, coming here so you think it was it was a good experience overall. It was a very good experience. The only thing I didn't like is that I, today, now that I am grown up and out of school and things like that, I'm much older. Um, I am not for schools. Okay. <laughs> oh, I want to hear more about this. I think, and if I would be for schools, I think as someone who, who does regression work and hypno 
hypnosis and works a lot with the subconscious and energy work and, and I, I start to have like tears in my eyes. I heard so many, <laughs> so many problems of kids not knowing where they're going. Yeah. It's because it's, it's so unfair that all the children in the world has to follow the same system. Absolutely. At the same age. Mm -hmm. And it's very unfair. I think, I forgot his name, he, doctor, what's his name? He took three kids from schools at grade uh, third elementary. Okay. One wanted to be a writer, mm -hmm. one wanted to be in sports, and the other one, I think he wanted to be a capitan. Okay. And they kept following them through the years, and they did succeed better than those who followed schools because they had to follow schools and all the programs. Right. Because, you know, we need, since we were children, since we, we are in kindergarten, to really listen actively and, and feel our children and know exactly what they want and not try to impose on them. Because they did try to impose things on me. Mm -hmm. Medicine, for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just wanted to sing and dance, which I did later on in my life. I was yeah. 58 and I was going crazy with all the young people and the computers. And, and she used to say to me, you're doing great. You're doing great, <laughs> teacher. <laughs> I can catch up with them. But I did it. So when you say, I don't know where is my passion, I said to you, you fell on the right person we'll talk about that outside of this <laughs> yeah no I mean I, it's it's hard to say one passion I know from my what I heard from you <laughs> both my parents are Bulgarian oh my gosh yeah so both my parents lived in Bulgaria um, until they were in their mid to late 20s and obviously this was under the communist regime they they told me all they could do they had no internet they had no no access to anything. All they could do yes. was study and yes. read books. Yes. Yeah. And so through this, I feel like it maybe was was easier for them maybe to a certain extent to find something that they're truly passionate about. They both went into very high levels of education. My dad did a master's in fine arts. He went to arts academies in Bulgaria. My mom, she has a PhD in neuropsychology. They're both very, you know, yes, academic oriented. Yes, but, um, scholars. Yes. But this was something that wasn't forced upon them. It wasn't something that was difficult for them, I don't think. Um, so I feel like to a certain extent, it may just be also a question of where you're living, maybe the society and just what other people are doing as well. I think for me, it's it's hard to find a passion because I have so many options. I'm just, I had good grades in um, in my lycée, so I kind of had all the options. Was I going to go to med school? Was I going to go to law school? Was I going to go into biology like I am now? Am I? Was I going to do literature? You know, it's it's like it's almost telling the tale of your future with just one choice that you make. Not everyone has the chance to change programs. Not everyone has. It's just it was it was a lot of pressure for me, so I just decided to pick that one subject that was more or less interesting to me, 
and biology. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I study cell biology right now. Mm, it's very interesting. And I'm I'm interested in it. I'm interested enough to continue it. Good. But I feel like would I have been, you know, I think I would have been equally as interested in an accounting program or uh, an English literature program or maybe a film program. Who knows? What do you mean? She's 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 saying no with her finger. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't think you are really with your heart, more with your head, with your brain. And maybe it's coming from some programming, some... Yeah, maybe. From the environment, you know. I mean, it, 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 it's, you know, I, I finished uh, my music with, uh, with the distinction at Concordia. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. I was 58. And um, I think I disappointed the chair of the music department and some teachers that they saw in me that I could go into music therapy or drama therapy or and uh, I am not a person who um, you can mold me I don't want to be molded so yeah. I, I chose to go and study the art of energy the chi within the voice and I already mentioned Concordia, so I can speak about this one, which is I wanted to bring voice therapy within conventional system, right. and it was not open mm -hmm. for me. So I, I, I'm a mixture of both, and I had my own institute in Westmount and outside of uh, Montreal aussi. And I still believe that even university exams are a lot of stress on students. I don't do well when there are exams. And as a matter of fact, when I was in the United States working in veterans hospitals yeah. as a volunteer to make it short, one day I was doing, a, a, I was learning how to drive a car. Mm -hmm. And he said, okay, I almost said my name let's go today this way and he was talking to me and we were laughing and we were joking and when i finished he said you passed your test i said if you would have told me i have a test i would have failed i would have failed 200 percent and that's how i got my test so so i some people would like to have structure yeah and something to work towards mm -hmm. and 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 i i don't like i like my own structure but to try to mold me under your structure i don't know if i really like it interesting it really is interesting i fell on you because i i work well not maybe maybe not under stress under deadlines i work well i i think exams are just fine and uh, I like structure from the outside. <laughs> I think, I mean, it really does, I feel like it, it could definitely depend on the, just maybe, what is it? Maybe just the person you are? You're born like that? Or no. how? how? How do you think that it... The environment is very important. I mean, it, it, your parents, your grandparents, uh, 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 home, home, where are you growing? I mean, I had a mom... Uh, she always saw in me uh, to be a, a doctor, you know. Mm -hmm. but, but I wanted to sing and dance. 
So when I wanted, I was, I was dancing on tables in boarding schools. I mean, you you could see this. I was hurt, and here I was hurt. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was, I was. You know, I, 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 I am not saying that all of us has to be or have to be the same. Mm-hmm. You work well at the university. I'm happy for you, but I still say, from kindergarten we need to be very attentive to our children and see how they can be the best they can right and and gear them towards it gear them towards this potential mm-hmm. you know um, because if you put all the children with the same program yeah. it's so unfair that's why we have so many kids you know I hear stories of adults believing that they are stupid or dumb or, or, or whatever they're not simply yeah. they don't fit in that system yeah and I think it, I mean it's 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 very maybe lucky that I was that it worked for me to be in yes. these programs. I'm completely, I recognize my privilege in that respect because I had friends, I had one friend in particular, one of my closest friends who went to the same school as me, did all the same classes as me up to obviously the say where you pick a program, but up to then and she was struggling. She was, she was just, uh, she was gasping for air. Like she was being submerged under all of this work, all of it, it, it was, and I could see it was horrible for her, and she was, for some of the classes, she was failing miserably. You because know, probably also she has a, a, a problem in the in, in her house and with her mom and dad and the, her environment, and maybe her IQ was not the same like you. You don't know if she was dyslexic or she was. She she had dyslexia. She had ADD. She had a lot of a lot of those things, but you know she wasn't diagnosed until I think thirteen or fourteen, and it's like. You know, and then she ended up going into a literature um, filia, and um, now she's studying religion, religious studies, and she's an A student. Well, because she she is in so, her element. You know what I mean? And and honestly, I feel like for her, um, she has a very strong character. She never had any problems at home that I know of, obviously. But I'm very close with her. I don't. She never really had any other problems except for her school. School was always the problem. So. Um, the thing is, she has a very, very, very strong character. And her dad said, um, I think it was like she was like, she was transitioning into the um, lycée section. And since our school, like I said, it's a private school here in Quebec, so we have to pay. Yeah. Like it was like 5000 or something a year. And her dad was like, I'm not paying for your school anymore. I want you to go to Sijip because it's too expensive. Because, you know, she wasn't excellent. So he was like, no, I'm not paying for this. You can go to Sijip, which is free. And her strong character said, no, I'm staying in this school because my friends are in this school and I will succeed. And she got very good grades. Good for her. So, I mean, you see what I mean? It's it's really, I, I feel like the system, it almost like... You can make it work for you. Yes, if it can. you if you're strong enough to recognize that it doesn't work for everyone. Yes. You know that type of thing. Yes, I'm not um, I'm not saying no for it. But for me, now if you if you have to really tell me, okay, go and study under a system, I don't want to. 
Yeah. And do you think, I, I wanted I to mention this. Homeschooling. I understand. I feel I, I had one question that I was meaning to ask for this whole, this whole episode that I was even thinking about before. What do you think about rejecting schooling as a whole? I saw a documentary on this. This, this family in the States um, decided to start homeschooling their kids. And once they started homeschooling their kids, they decided to reject schooling as a whole. They moved to rural Russia and they started just teaching their children ancient Slavic languages from the Bible. That was, that was their education. No. 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 It's a no from you. No. It's a no from me as well, but I want to hear why. No. Um, I still feel like we're humans, we're, we're born to be social. Uh, interaction with other people and to learn only one subject, it doesn't prepare you for life. Right. Um, I am not against the system of schools. I'm against uh, forcing our children, all of them, to be at the same age and the same level, the same and level the same rate. At, at the same rate, and all of them has to learn the same subjects. I'm against that because not all children have the same Rhythm. potential, or, also, yeah, right? That's right. And I don't have to wait till ninth grade in order to choose direction, mm -hmm. literature or science. How about I take this? child or even this baby and I, I listen and I just feel and I sense and I give them with good psychologists for children who can understand them you know just get them towards what they are best at right but that's me no thank you so much for sharing we're running out of time it was an honor to have you seriously oh I found the right person here in this park so thank you so much thank you so Alisa Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Today we talked about different schooling systems, how we live through the system, different methods, and what we think would be best for future generations. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a great rest of your day off.